The following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of salt. So get ready, nerds, because we're talking Peacemaker season finale. It's cow or never. Welcome, everybody, and thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode of the Salty Nerd Podcast, where we talk about Peacemaker. It is the season finale, the moment we've all been waiting for, and I'm joined, as always, by my fantastic panel of nerds. Matt Vader is here. What's up, dude? Hey, man. I'm good. You enjoying the show? I'm all technology. I know. You got like an iPad, a phone Uh going on, Twitter spaces. I I feel kind of special right now. You're almost at his level. He came with his own cell tower. I don't have a a camera switcher over here (laughs) or or whatever other shit he's got going on over there. But yeah. Also joining us, Jude. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Matthew Kadish, the producer of the show. Yeah, I loved the season finale. Um, it was actually, uh, I think HBO Max released some numbers that like this broke all types of records for the streamer. So this uh, is guaranteed to get a season two now. They announced it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that there, there was like a weird part where like um, both James Guns and John Cena were like kind of like arguing about like where to go for season two. And if they couldn't kind of settle on something, they weren't going to do it. But I guess they ended up working things out. And so... We're definitely getting the season two peacemaker. You know, a truckload of money will change a lot of minds. Mm. Would for me. <laughs> All right, guys. So you guys know the deal. We're going to break down this episode in detail and it's going to be very spoiler heavy. So if you haven't watched the season finale yet, go check it out and then come back and watch this video. But before we get into it, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. American corn farmers, a proud and chosen profession inspired through generations, tested, resilient, and committed to giving back as much as they're growing pushing the boundaries of what's possible with every bushel, while replenishing every increasingly precious resource, like the reduction of soil loss by 40% with every acre grown. In a world where sustainability matters more than ever, we need all the help we can get. And there's no greater resource than the capable hands of American corn farmers. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. In the heat of the moment, you keep it calm and cool with a $3 medium ice-cold cold cold brew. And not just any cold brew, but one that's slow-steeped and mixed with brown sugar and molasses flavor. With a cold foam infused with brown sugar coolness and a cinnamon sugar sprinkle on top, that's keeping it calm, cool, and cold brewed. With Dunkin's new brown sugar cream cold brew, now $3 along with all medium cold brews. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you are looking for a brand new mobile game to check out, go to saltynerd.com slash DC and download Dragon Champions. It is a dope-ass mobile game that is completely free to play. You guys can grab onto it and hop in there and try to beat Kadish on a PvP basis. He is like the Masterclass level 84, and uh, it's almost impossible to beat him. So I'm challenging you right now. Go download Dragon Champions. Earn your way up to his level and then challenge him. And I want to see a live stream. I, I, I wish. I really wish it was impossible to beat me in that game. I get, I get beat daily. Why don't you tell people a little I bit about that? I haven't even found him in the game yet. He's so high level. Mm, you're probably, not allowed to. Probably wouldn't let me in his guild anyway. <laughs> the game's like, you're no, not ready, you're not for, ready for this. <laughs> okay, why don't you tell people about your favorite mobile game? 
Yeah, it's called Dragon Champions. I've been playing it since launch. It's a kind of a fantasy setting, almost like World of Warcraft. And they got all these different heroes because it's a hero collector game. And basically uh, you unlock these heroes and you upgrade them. You give them better skills and better, better armor and stuff like that. And the whole goal is to uh, increase the heroes enough so that you can create teams that can then fight against other players and other challenges within the game which unlocks even more heroes and more gear and all that good stuff. It's a very addictive game, but it's also very casual. It's easy to pick up and put down. And uh, they uh, really like our show and they agreed to support us. And so like we would like to uh, kind of sing their praises and get the game out there because it's free to play. You don't have to spend any money to download it or install it or play it unless you want to because there are some microtransactions, but it's not required. Um, yep. And uh, if you guys uh, head over to the general settings into the promo code area, type in salty and you guys will get a leg up. You get some extra gold, a couple more pieces and a special character that comes along with that. So head over there, check out Dragon Champions. All right. Matthew Kadish, take it away, sir. What is this episode all about? All right. So episode, season one, episode eight, it's cow or never. We pick up with Project Butterfly headed to the cow farm and their stolen mobile veterinary vehicle. Leota is trying to apologize to Peacemaker for setting him up, but Peacemaker and Vigilante don't want to hear their excuses, farting every time she tries to apologize to them. With their mouths, actually. <laughs> farting, I, I, farting with their listen. mouths. <laughs> listen, I, I'm trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I... I I love that kind of humor, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> fart humor just makes me laugh. I, I love when Peace Mirror's like, you were saying, and then she's, just, she's like, <laughs> it's very dumb and dumber. Yeah. Like, that's, the, that's the kind of like Jim Carrey is humor. That, is that why we like this show? I think, yeah. Because James Gunn brings out the 10 year olds in mm -hmm. it. It's like, <laughs> he farted. <laughs> he farted. <laughs> and then he tricked her into talking and he farted he, again. He says a lot of bad words. <laughs> But it's humorous. Yeah. It's no, funny. seriously, that's like that's lowest, lowest common denominator. That's why we like it. Yeah. Well, well like, I don't think that's why I, I like think, it. I think it is. <laughs> the, the humor really stems from the fact that like our main characters are just incredibly juvenile. Mm -hmm. Um, because like other characters are, are like adults and then like you have Peacemaker and Vigilante just acting like, you know, spoiled brats most of the time. Anyway, Peacemaker is feeling betrayed because he thought Leota was his friend and Leota feels he's being a bit judgy considering he's a killer. Peacemaker reveals that when his brother died, he made a vow he'd only kill in the name of peace so that no one would ever die for no reason like his brother did. Very sad. Mm -hmm. I, get, I get bummed out every time he talks about his brother. <laughs> this is so heart-wrenching. He loved his brother so much. And his father's such a shitball. Oh, I'm so glad he he's dead. He forced him into this situation and then blamed him for it. Yeah, it's terrible. Dirtbag. Yep. What happens next, Kader? All right. Leota tries to tell Peacemaker that his brother's death wasn't his fault and to stop letting the childhood trauma define who he is. Vigilante chides them both for ruining a good time he was having after murdering Peacemaker's dad and making fart jokes. <laughs> when the group arrives at the farm, Leota calls her mom, Amanda Waller, to warn her about the severity of the butterfly invasion and to ask her to call in the Justice League. Waller asks if they have time to wait, but since the cow can be teleported to parts unknown at any time, the team can't just sit around waiting for backup. Yep. Yep. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get to the good part. <laughs> well, well, you know, what's, what's funny is in like all these superhero shows are like, whenever there's a huge crisis, you're like, why don't they just call in like the Avengers yeah. or the Justice League? And here, like they actually do that. And they're just like, oh, can you wait? Because they're busy doing something else. <laughs> they're or they're just like super far away. Yeah. I love that they're giving you like the behind the scenes of that kind of stuff, though. I was just going to say, I mean, you do always kind of wonder what all these B and D and C level 
superheroes are doing out there when Superman could just come in and fuck everything up. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. this, it, it also, if, if, if Superman and Wonder Woman were on the case, we wouldn't have needed the, an entire series of shows to take care of this. No, not at all. But I also wonder like why they didn't tell the, uh, um, the Justice League that there was like an alien invasion happening. Like, yeah. is that not newsworthy to them? Probably another right. alien invasion. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the whole that's the whole issue I have with with superhero worlds. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, that it's like the, the Earth isn't that big. Okay, it, it's just not. And for them to, for there to have this many superheroes in the world, it's the same thing with the Marvel universe, right? It's like I don't want to live on that planet <laughs> where. They need this many superheroes to be constantly saving the planet every freaking day. Yeah. Because someday they're going to fail and the earth's just going to implode. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. That's what I like about the, like the boys universe where it's like, okay, you're in charge of this city. Mm -hmm. You're in charge of this city. And they're, and they're like, (laughs) I got Cleveland. Yeah. (laughs) It feels very localized. It feels like they have a limited range. Whereas like you work with like the, the law. Yeah. But in in like in the DC, especially in like the big time movies, the blockbusters and stuff, it's like, it's always a world ending event. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like kind of like in Marvel, right? It's like, like Thor, Thor gets called in for a like apocalyptic level events. You know, we got Spider-Man that can deal with the, with the jewel heist and the, yeah. and the bank robbers. After history class. Yeah. You, you know, <laughs> it's just so funny to me. It's like, and then we got those, the, the defenders and there's little silly oh, powers. God, that show was terrible. And, you know. <laughs> I'm still but upset about what, the defenders. Oh. Like, what level of superpowers makes you a what tier of superhero-ness? Yeah. You know, that's, that's the whole kind of question. I've always, I've always wondered that even when I was a little kid. What would our super team name be if we were a super team? Ours? Yeah. What would our if powers we had superpowers. Be? Yeah. Start with the name. I don't know. We'll have to talk. We'll have to discuss this later. It gives no fucks. <laughs> I feel like your superpower would be to literally throw salt at people. It's like, it's like superpowered oh, no. salt that can destroy you. We would. We would. Uh, it will dehydrate you. <laughs> we would all be you, like mummify people with your salt. <laughs> we, would, we would all be contracted through Lee's liquor. <laughs> so, it's like we'd be like Hitchcock or what's that oh guy's name? Uh, Hancock. If any, if any super villains took down a liquor store, we'd be uh, like, we'd be on there. It. Yeah, <laughs> Somebody's. we will defend you. <laughs> hey, uh, guys! All the all the liquors hung up on a boat outside the the, <laughs> yeah. out the harbor. It's a crisis. It's a crisis. All the liquors off like, the oh West Coast. God. Yeah, we, we protect the supply chains of the liquor stores. Yeah. By the way, all the liquor today came from, is represented by Liquor World. <laughs> <laughs> On Cactus. I'm there's, not joking. Hey, it's man. called Liquor World. There's, <laughs> a lot. There's, there's a lot of booze stores in Las Vegas. In mm-hmm. fact, this town is so funny. I mean, this is a little bit of a tangent. Yeah, go but, for but, it. But recently, you guys know Lee's Liquor. Right. Yeah. Lee's Liquor is huge here in this town. Mm-hmm. So Great sales. Un- unfortunately, the owner, the longtime owner oh, yeah, yeah. of the senior Lee died last year. Uh-huh. And then shockingly, just a couple months ago, his son was in a car accident. Was in a car accident oh, God, I didn't and know passed that. away. Oh, so no. we've lost both the senior Lees in a year. This town went into mourning like it was. The president of the United States. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Yeah. I'm like, you know, it's, it's it's a sad thing. But this town oh. runs on booze. Oh, They're yeah. a local hero, dude. Lee's discount liquors. They have so. the best. Um, what are those bill, billboards? They have the best billboards. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you live here, you know what I'm talking about. It was just in, in being a non non desert dweller. I've been here ten <laughs> years, so I've always been kind of interested in that 
But when these two guys passed away, yeah. it was like a huge thing. That's really sad. Yeah. And it was just, but yeah, it just, I don't know. Their billboards just, were always so tongue in cheek. It, yeah. it would be like the father and son. Mm -hmm. It would be like Lee's liquor. And it would be like subtitled liquor. I don't even know her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just, just weird. They're the funniest billboards. This is just a weird little tangent. Okay. But yeah, but I do just, like liquor world. Yeah, liquor world. Liquor in the front. Party, party in the front liquor. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. Dude. I don't know. <laughs> no. Party in the front. No. <laughs> liquor in the rear. What? I don't know. I don't know. Poker in the rear. Oh, that's the shocker. <laughs> shocker. Oh, God damn it. Two in the pink, one in the stink. What is it? Okay. <laughs> it's like patron content, bro. It's okay. I don't know. No, this might stay. <laughs> This well, is, you know, this is Pacemaker. Week, after what you left in the show last, I was embarrassed. <laughs> okay. I'm hosting. I'm hosting. The, 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 I'm, I'm literally hosting the, the premiere. Right? And the C word fucking comes out and like 90 more four times. Right. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. And I'm like texting out, dude, you, did you were you drinking when you edited this? I was like, it was too funny to take yeah. out. I'm like, I was like, I'm apologizing to Elijah. I'm so sorry. I had no idea we said the C word so many times. It, it was awful. I'm like, Jesus Christ. It was, it was, it was already like, a, a fucked up episode. It was like, we only did two movies. We, like, yeah. we were just off the rail the entire I mean, time. Well, this is why we never get monetized. Because <laughs> we say the C word. Okay. 77,000 times. Yeah, Cheers. I love you, you cunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. Let's get back to work. All right. All right, Katish, take it away. What happens next? I didn't next? mean to derail. All right. The group hides at the perimeter of the farm and starts taking stock of Peacemaker's various helmets. Peacemaker explains there's a helmet for breathing underwater, a helmet for giving people scabies, <laughs> an anti-gravity helmet, a sonic blast helmet, and finally, a human torpedo helmet that turns whoever's wearing it into a human torpedo. Leota comes up with a plan to use the three to four charges of the sonic blast helmet that has left uh, to get it on top of the barn and use it to destroy the cow. However, while explaining her idea, she accidentally activates the anti-gravity helmet and it floats away, along with their only chance to, of covertly getting the sonic blast helmet to their target. After bad-mouthing Green Arrow and his My Little Pony fetish and confirming Aquaman has sex with fish, they decide to try to get Eagly to drop the sonic boom helmet on top of the barn. Unfortunately, Eagly doesn't understand English, so he drops the helmet on the far side of the barn's <laughs> perimeter, forcing the group to go look for it. All right. So listen. <laughs> First off, I got two comments. Um, poor design on the helmet that is not voice. That's what I was going to say. Right? Yeah. 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 It's like it should be voice pattern recognized. Yes. So it might Thank be, you. Not just yeah. anybody can activate it. And um, number two, Aquaman has sex with fish. I, I, I don't know. I'm this, not really a big. This, okay. Like, this so comment. he comes from mer people. <laughs> and are they considered fish? I, I don't know. Man. This, I don't this, know. This part of the show triggered so many nerds it was unbelievable to me i get it though like you're you're trying to make aquaman uh, it's jason freaking momoa yeah. for christ's sake right and you're trying yeah. to make him into this badass they've been working on making him a badass hey man, since if, then. If, it, if it's warm you don't have wet. to work so hard <laughs> at getting momoa to look like a badass I, first well, of all I'm, aquaman as a character has been kind of a joke for a long time for sure and uh, like jason momoa coming in and being like Jason freaking Momoa yeah, as and Aquaman. Everybody was like, he don't look like the comics. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's okay to race swap that one. It's fine. Sometimes you just want to stick it in something. Oh, you're really so like, weird, bro. It's apple pies. You never just randomly Whatever. stuck it in something? Yeah. 
No. Like a hole in the wall? A cold fucking what, fish? No, like whatever. what? <laughs> so, so one, of, one of the things I love about how James Gunn kind of handles these things <laughs> is is he, he makes every superhero ridiculous. Yes. Like, like he, there, there is no sacred, you know, um, idol in his... In James Gunn's DC universe, it, it's like we had Batmite. We had the whole thing about Batman not killing mm-hmm. his rogues gallery. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Aquaman fucking fish. We, we we had Green Arrow having a My Little Pony brawny <laughs> fetish. <laughs> and I think it's so fun because it like puts into, into perspective like we are unpowered just humans being like, well, if you became a fish guy. Would you fuck it? Well, and 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 it's like, um, you know what? I'm just gonna stick. Just gonna well, stick. also, it, it's it's kind of funny because in every kind of community, whether it be like the YouTube community or, you know, uh, professional football or like whatever, the people who are in that community always have like weird, crazy mm-hmm. things about the people who are at the top, mm-hmm. you know, and they just talk about like, like, oh, like, you know, I saw him cheat on his wife one day or like something yeah. like that, you know? So like, they're always talking about these weird things and it's something that's very relatable. So like you'd think in, sure. in the superhero community, especially considering uh, the level that Peacemaker's at, like he, he like, oh yeah, like I heard from this super villain that Aquaman does this. And I <laughs> love it when they're like, no, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Economos is sitting there. It's like, that's the first thing he said. I actually believe. <laughs> I just think it's a fun way to bring like the people that are on such high pedestals, like back down to a, a real human level. I also love how like they were trying to tell Eakley what to do. Oh, yeah, and they were just like, like, drop it off at the barn. <laughs> and he just flies the opposite direction. Like, Good Eakley. Bad no. Eakley. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of think I would have like made him hit the target just to like freak everybody out. What do you mean? Like I would have I would have thought it would have been James funny Glenn? if he had the helmet had hit the target. Oh, it would have worked out perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, you can, only, you can only sub- subvert like, expectations so many times, but right? But then you see Die Beard literally <laughs> shitting his pants. <laughs> but, but, but it's kind of funny because, like, you know, they're treating Ely like Lassie, where it's like, "Come yeah. on, boy, like, like yeah, show us yeah. where where like the the well is." It's like, no, it's still just a bird. <laughs> yeah. I need I need an Ely T-shirt. His brain is this big, you guys. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. Credit. Is it consistent though? Because the last episode, they were like, "Get him, Ely," and he like ripped people's faces off. That came from Ely's heart. <laughs> this big. It, it, it's different to tell an animal to attack and, and train them to do that than it is to like just all of a sudden say like okay pick Kill. up this helmet fly it to here yeah. and drop go it down off. apple street turn left at the, at the oh, cbd oh, store that's the line that's too much to ask <laughs> he's not map quest <laughs> i guess have Siri do it. Quest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's you're so old <laughs> <laughs> the hell I'm 483 years old. It's been 83 years. <laughs> that quest is the best. True that. Double true. If it weren't for my pulse, none of my drinks would be shaken the right way. Oh my God. That's horrible. Take that out. Don't say that. Don't let me say that. Take that out. Oh no, it's staying. Oh, this is what they do. I stand by it. <laughs> I'm kind of shaken, not stirred. Jesus Christ, what the fuck, dude? Take it out. Take it out. If I do this, does that work? No. That's the universal sign for you to refill. (laughs) Go fucking get one. (laughs) Listen, dude, you are no longer allowed to criticize Vader (laughs) on what he makes fun of. Okay. That's a free fucking pass right there. (laughs) 
I almost spit that out. <laughs> and that is a waste of alcohol. Holy shit. God damn it. Oh. God damn it, you. <laughs> you made Alex cry again. <laughs> I can't believe Jude said that. I would expect him to say that shit, not you. That's like, I guess I don't need me anymore. <laughs> I'm worried about Vader canceling us, and you're over here going, My palsy shakes my drink for me. <laughs> you know, it's a working, he's Park- capable Parkinson's <laughs> is good for something. <laughs> it's so much worse. Oh, God, dude. What the fuck? We're in trouble. <laughs> We're canceled. Am I fired? Can we get Michael J. Fox to, 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 to come oh on God, the show? You're, <laughs> you're no longer in the, on the ethics community. <laughs> you're, you're touching. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Let me get my shit together. Uh, Sorry. This the show where we make fun of people who Sorry, shake. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm on my period. I'm all fucked up. I'm sorry. Sorry. Ah, God. Oh, she pulled the peach oh, on no. <laughs> That is not a get out of jail free card. No, it is. It is. I throw down my P card. My dot, dot, dot card. <laughs> the dot, dot, dot card. Exactly. I get one pass. I'm using it now. I'm using it now. Your, your lady brain didn't know what you were saying. For my, for my dot, dot, dot. We I, haven't even been drinking hardly. I get hardly. one pass We've for got one each drink. dot. <laughs> okay. Uh my face all swollen and shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so as the team searches for the sonic blast helmet, the butterflies get closer to readying the teleporter that will move the cow to their eastern base. While out in the woods, Peacemaker begins seeing the ghost of his dead racist father, who says his body may be gone, but the rest of him is permanently in Peacemaker's mind. Harcourt comes across Peacemaker arguing with his dead father as he uses his blowgun to kill the mental image of his dad. It just so happens that Augie's ghost was right where the sonic boom helmet was and Harcourt recovers it. Peacemaker then kills one of the policemen so he can use the outfit to disguise Diebeard. Diebeard is the only member of the team that the butterflies won't recognize and he goes undercover to smuggle the sonic blast helmet into the barn. Um... I was way more excited about Dye Beard going on a mission than I thought I was going to be. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> and they never miss an opportunity to like throw shade at him too. Oh. Even after he does that, and we haven't gotten there yet, but he's like, they're like, you're our only hope. And he's like, fuck man, come on. <laughs> and he's, and he has to walk in with his diarrhea pants. Yeah. Oh yeah. The that diarrhea, was a- that's the worst. Like uh, just so you no, know, uh, you know, we don't really talk about it a whole lot, but you know, some people like shit themselves when, when, when they, they die. die. Yeah, it's like it's like oh, I got poop pants. Or what did he call them? Diarrhea <laughs> pants? Like, yeah, yeah, because he was like, at least they were brown. He was like, I don't want to yeah. walk in in diarrhea pants. <laughs> well, he washed them out. Well, and then and then peacemakers like I didn't say they were diarrhea pants. It's just then like you know when people die, they lose control of their bowels. And Diebeard's like, was it diarrhea? And he's like, he's like yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't want to do that when I die. I just want to die. Well, I don't want to. Well, then I guess chop your ass off. It's like, just like empty, that's, empty. That's empty. how he's going to go out. He's going to chop his ass off. So it doesn't happen. When I get older, I'm just going to like, make sure I'm like, I don't eat like 12 hours before I go to sleep. And I just plug it up. Is this the conversation that we're having? right? I, now? I guess. I don't know. It's like, I don't want, I don't want to like do that. that okay. sounds terrible. Give yourself the shocker. What happens next? Kadish? <laughs> well, I, I did want to address that. So it was interesting that uh, peacemakers dad, was appearing as a ghost 
Yes. And also uh, the fact that James Gunn brought in the blow dart because apparently like the peacemaker in the comics, like one of his weapons is like a blow dart. Um, so like they actually like incorporated that into the show. Um, I thought that was interesting, but it, it's also interesting that like, so you think after he killed his dad, it's like, okay, that's the end of the character, but it appears like this is how they're going to kind of continue to carry. <laughs> it's going to be like this haunting yeah. ghost for the rest of the life. <laughs> the it's going to oh, be the devil on his shoulder every time he wants to do something. He's going to be like banging some chick and his dad's going to be there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Literally Parker. sitting on his shoulder like. <laughs> like oh, like, yeah. Give it to her. Like love her. Yeah, oh, is that, is that the best you could do, pussy? Like, you're <laughs> terrible. He's you do do little, it better. He's going to be his little shoulder lumber. Yeah. Oh, God. I can't even imagine. Uh, the blow dart thing, is that a, just like a, an unconscious dart or is that like a death dart? I think it's a death dart. Is I'm it? pretty okay. sure it's a death dart. I don't think dart. Peacemaker has any unconscious yeah. things. I think I they're all think death so things. Yeah. yeah, remember, he, okay. he kills his rogues gallery. Mm. You know, Good he, point. he, he okay. needs a beach of dicks for <laughs> peace. No, <laughs> he's <laughs> suck a beach of dicks. <laughs> <Is that what>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Women and children for peace or whatever. It's like, it's so weird. Yeah. It's I, a, I suck a whole beach full of dicks for liberty. For liberty. For liberty. Yeah. Slurpy beach. All right. What happens Somebody's going to cut that out, right? <laughs> Put it on Twitter. Kata said he'd suck a whole beach oh of dicks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I hate what this show does to as you guys. As long as it's for liberty. You guys, we're going down to suck a bunch of dicks beach. <laughs> you coming? Yeah, I am. Well, I bet you are. At some point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, let's move on now. <laughs> this right. is the episode your mom's gonna watch. <laughs> yeah, know, right? What's this beast maker you're watching? <laughs> is oh it, no! Is it <laughs> wonder this is the most popular show. Where's that beach? <laughs> I right. want to suck some dick. <laughs> Damn it. Did always, you just do an impression of Alex's mom? <laughs> what the hell, dude? <laughs> He, he asked for tequila at the beginning of the day, and I was like, no, because I'm going to look over and see your dick out. <laughs> Rubbing my dick. <laughs> for liberty. So I gave him gin, and now he's just doing impressions of Alex's mom. Getting it. I apologize. I am so sorry. I just get, like, came out of my face. <laughs> dick, dicks for peace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bake you guys bread in the shape of dicks, and they're gonna be called peace dicks. I'm so sorry. And we're gonna pour syrup on them. I'm so sorry. We haven't even started drinking. It's crazy. Oh. Oh, I've been drinking for a while. Are you uh, not drinking? I've had one drink. Okay. What happens right. next? <laughs> okay, so a nervous diebeard gets. Stopped by Detective Fitzgibbons, who asks what he's doing. When Diebeard tells him that he's going inside the barn because of his bag, Fitzgibbons is like, okay, and sends him on his way. <laughs> Diebeard makes it down to the scaffold in the underground cave, but when he sees the giant kaiju-like cow, he freaks out, drops the helmet, and runs away. Before he can get far, Fitzgibbons stops him again and asks about his strange beard. Diebeard is forced to admit the truth. He really does dye his beard because he thought it would help him get a girlfriend, and he never knew how ridiculous it made him look because no one ever told him until Peacemaker started picking on him. This was so sad. I know. It, I felt such, terrible. Such a moment. For this poor guy. Also, I'm a little irritated that this is like the only character development that Peacemaker got in this show was he realized how much of a dick he was being to dye beard. Well, that's important. I guess. He's, he's no. so oblivious. No. That's not the only... 
No. That's what's changed. Everything he went through with his dad oh, yeah. and his brother. He's always wanted. He's always light. hated his dad. Yeah, that's not. That's not true. He loved his dad. Yeah, he was obsessed with his dad. Mm, I think he was lying to himself. Sure. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Peacemaker from the end of of Suicide Squad movie to what we are now at the end of the show is completely different character. I think so. He's a hero now. Yeah. He was still yeah. killing anyone for peace. And he has the opportunity at the end of this episode to kill everyone for peace. Well, a lot of this also had to do with the fact that like, so Peacemaker was always a loner. Um, you know, he basically lived by this vow that he made to make sure that, you know, no one would ever die um, without cause again. And by the time we get to the end of this episode, like he chooses to put his feelings for people he cares about over his vow. Mm. And, uh, you know, to say that Peacemaker doesn't have a uh, character development. So I, I just, I don't agree. Yeah. Agree and with he's that. been living by this vow that he made when he was what, nine years old. And now he's a 40 year old man. And he's like, maybe I should put that into perspective. <laughs> like that's growth. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't see much of a change in him except for he, ha he has friends now. It's like I, the, the I, biggest thing. I did like that part where Economos, like he, he's asked like, like, why are you going into the barn? He's like, because of this bag. And they're just like, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Harcourt's like, I can't believe that worked. <laughs> that was funny. All right. What happens next? All right. So before he can get away, one of the butterflies finds the sonic blast helmet and reveals Diebeard is an imposter. As Diebeard is about to get captured by the butterflies, Leota activates the sonic blast helmet, which levels the barn and distracts the attackers. As the butterflies rush back to the barn, Leota uses another sonic blast to kill a bunch of them and further destabilize the cave the cow is in. Leota uses the final two sonic charges to start collapsing the cow cave. The group suits up for a final assault on the butterflies. And Leota and Diebeard stay behind as Peacemaker, Harcourt, and Vigilante attack the aliens. Peacemaker sees Goth head down to the cow cave and goes after her while Harcourt and the Vigilante hold off the remaining aliens. Anybody else feel bad for the cow? A no. little. A little bit. Oh, no. The, the cow was kind of I actually cute. think they went, they went soft on the cow. I, I can't wait to get the, uh, the <clears throat> oversized uh, cow Funko Pop. <laughs> It's going to be awesome. I can't wait for that for you. Um, I feel bad for the cow. He's just like strapped to the ceiling of this cave. Like, does the cow want to be feeding all of these butterflies? Has anybody asked the cow what it wants? I wanted them to blow it And then it up. we just kill the cow? Um, <clears throat> best part of the episode was hardcore vigilante going hard, like just full ham. And did you guys notice that moment where he pulls out his, uh, Peacemaker pulls out the gun and it's got the engraved yes. freaking dove yes. and he just kind of looks like, at it. Yeah. And he gives it a, like a yeah, little, caress. little, yeah. Like a little lucky charm thing. It was, that was a cool moment. I liked that moment a lot. It was a nice team building thing. Gotta but have his, gotta have his thing on with his weapon. Yeah, right? yeah, I get it. And they gave it to him. And yeah. that, I think that was the moment. That was the, like the important moment. Like he was like, Oh, yeah. Thanks, you guys. They yeah, and they play the theme song as they go into battle. Yeah, yeah. that was the best use of this theme song. I hate the opening credits of this song. I'm so <laughs> oh, sorry, I love guys. It. I fast forward every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is this thing? I'm just like, oh, it's so cringy. But then when they, they pulled that opening credits song and they turn it into this like epic freaking, you know, like battle charge. I was like, okay, that's yeah. I hope game. they have a whole new dance sequence for the opening of season oh, I'm two. Sure they will. <laughs> well, I think James Gunn came out and said that the reason he chose that song, because uh, it's it's called Do You Wanna Taste It? Mm -hmm. And so when you get orifice, the butterflies go in through the mouth. And so like that's the taste that he, that the song is Whoa. referring to. Ew, so that's gross. Yuck. Speaking uh, of getting orifice, whoa. Let's find out what happens next. Yeah, go ahead, Cage. Thought you were gonna say beach full of dicks. <laughs> 
Missed opportunity. Mom. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't been there? <laughs> All right. So on his way down to the cave, the scaffolding breaks, sending Peacemaker falling to the bottom and covered in an avalanche of rocks. Topside, Vigilante and Harcourt both get shot. Seeing their teammates fall, Leota grabs some guns and rushes to the rescue as Diebeard trips, breaking his leg. It looks like Harcourt is going to be killed and orifice by a butterfly until Leota makes it to her and kills the butterfly, saving Harcourt's life. Harcourt sends Leota after Peacemaker as Diebeard gives her the human torpedo helmet. Human torpedo. I hate this thing. You don't like the human torpedo? It's so stupid. The human torpedo? Yeah. You're against? I you like are anti human torpedo. I like the freaking shockwave helmet. That thing's dope. Wait, I, were you in favor of the scabies helmet? That was way better. <laughs> I would have liked, cool. liked to have seen it in action. The that scabies would, helmet? Yeah, that would have been funny. Yeah. Season two. <laughs> <laughs> Something to live for. Yeah. Where's the anti gravity helmet go? It just float away? Float it up in, yeah. the, it's in orbit. Like Superman's going to grab it? Fucking Leota said, <laughs> you'll activate the helmet. And it's not. She said, "Activate anti-gravity." Yeah. And it just floats away. And vigilante's look, like sitting there looking at it, watching it go up. I don't know. I, just, I blame vigilante for that scene. We're going to get into it in a minute, but there's a reason why I didn't like the the human torpedo thing, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into it. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Oh, because she's supposed to like break every bone in her body, and she didn't, and you're upset. Well, that's one of the things. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I know that. So in this sequence, where uh, where vigilante gets shot. And, and he's like, oh, man. And then, like, as he's falling down, he, like, th- just kind of casually throws this knife behind him. And Vigilante like, is the fucking coolest. Listen, I did not like this character. I think I called him a Deadpool ripoff, which he kind of is still. But sure. he's by far my favorite character in the show. I like him better than Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. But I, I like him better than Peacemaker in I this show. I don't want to know him personally because I think he <laughs> would just decide he doesn't like me one day and then fucking murder me. Mm-hmm. But, like. If I were invisible and he didn't know where I was, <laughs> I would love this guy. But, but like on the way to the farm, like he he was talking about like how it was the best day ever because he got to murder like Peacemaker's dad and he was making fart yeah, noises. He's such a psy- psy- uh, psy- psychopath. Sociopath. Yeah. But then when, like when Harcourt started getting shot up, I was just like, oh, because it, it was pretty brutal. Oh, my but, God. Yeah. It was so tough. Well, yeah, they went I, I was convinced that like she was going to die. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I thought they were going to kill her. Yeah. A fucking butterfly. What's up? Um, just really quick before Kadish moves on, I just want to make a comment uh, in our Discord, saltinderdiscord.com. You better call her crochet, um, not crotchet. No, no, no. Uh, JT is actually live chatting in our general chat. Oh, whoa. Through oh, nice. spaces as we go along. So um, if Thank you go to you. our Discord and you're listening to our spaces, you can actually comment along with what we're doing on the show in our general chat. It's just kind of a new thing. I just kind of like figured out That's that people dope. can comment as we're speaking. Nice. So, I'm monitoring both things and um, look at yeah, you. Yeah, kind of cool. you over there. I'm multitasking. So, yeah, that's kind of fun. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, we got a live chat with our spaces. There you go. In yeah. Discord. That's kind of neat. So, also, so. Leota turned into a badass in the scene. Uh, saving oh, her my life. God. She has, speaking of Deadpool, she has some trigger aim. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> it's convenient. I also thought it was funny she how like, Economos like broke his leg after saying like, you know, like, oh, my that liver. Dude, that looks so painful. It had like bones oh sticking out. And yeah. I, th- I was like, that oh, was traumatizing. Oh, God. Can you imagine if your freaking tibia just pops out of your leg? Oh, I've, well, seen, I've it, seen it in real life. Oh, it, sucks. It, was also, it was also funny because Harcourt told Leota, it's like, you know, like if we fail, like you're our only hope. And Economos is like, dude, what, the fuck? <laughs> what am I? And then like he just proves how worthless he is. It's like we, we all have that one friend. That traumatized us when we were little kids on the uh, playground. Yeah. Who broke his leg on the on the seesaw or teeter teeter totter or whatever. 
when we were in grade school. I didn't have that and friend. Boom, but that sounds out. horrifying. So, oh, God. Yeah, it happened all the time. I am excited yeah. that you had friends. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I had a lot of friends. I'm a very popular guy. <laughs> I didn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we continue the conversation, let's hear a word from some sponsors. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. When you shop at Wise, you now get rewards points for almost everything you buy. From cereal to cat food to ice cream, there's plenty of points to be found. And all those points add up to big savings on food or fuel. What happens next? All right, so as Leota makes her way down to the cave, Goff finds Peacemaker and the two fight. Leota tries to human torpedo Goff, but completely misses and knocks herself out. Goff tells Peacemaker that she doesn't want to hurt him and asks him to follow her. As Goff takes Peacemaker to the cow and tries to convince him to help them, she says that the butterflies took a vow to save humans from making the same mistakes they did, which destroyed their planet. The butterflies need to take over Earth because humans are too stupid and ignorant to make the right decisions themselves. The butterflies are determined to save humanity and the Earth Earth, no matter how many lives they have to take to do it. Peacemaker realizes this is eerily similar to the vow he made, and though he can relate to the butterflies, he decides to activate Leota's human torpedo helmet and shoot her into the cow like a bullet, killing the creature. <laughs> he then finishes off Captain Locke and Detective Song, though the goth butterfly survives. All right, so people who watch our show know we typically try to stay away from politics, but I'm just going to say Did something real quick. you get so fucking nervous I, I, when this was happening? I was, sorry about I was watching it, I'm going... Oh my God, the butterflies are Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would more accurately call them leftists. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like hardcore, like freaking, oh my God, climate change, like There's, the freaking, the, like the alarmists and stuff. James Gunn is, is, has uh, uh, successfully made alt right and far left the polar. Enemies, enemies uh, yeah, the bad guys in the show. show yeah. It is now yes. a galactic fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 like the, the two main bad guys in the show uh, are allegories for the far left and the far right. Yes. Mm -hmm. And our hero is a hardcore extremist libertarian. <laughs> Uh, so James Gunn basically <laughs> successfully lampooned the entire political spectrum in one show. It's, it's fucking brilliant. Listen, man, well freaking done. Well I will give it. So I, the first three episodes, I told you guys I didn't like how many freaking boxes they checked. I thought they were going to go. And, but I said, but I did say, I think in one of the reviews, I was like, all right, this show, I will give this show the opportunity to change my mind. Mm -hmm. This changed mm -hmm. my mind. I was like, okay, it came full circle. Yeah. They're making fun of both sides and well done. Congratulations. They, they pulled it off. Yeah. He, he basically, his message is ex extremism, no matter what side you're yeah. on is dangerous yeah. and ridiculous. I, I will admit when this scene was happening, I was like, Oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, no, fuck you, butterfly. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching. I'm like, oh, we're going to get beat over the head with this freaking message. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then peacemaker just freaking kills her. Oh, I'm like, great. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm just yeah. so used to getting like, here's your, here's your message. Yeah, exactly. That I was like, when it, like, this didn't seem like that kind of show. Yeah. And then the last episode, I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. They waited until the last episode when I'm committed. And then, it, and then I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Which also brings nice. in the question. Like, nice job. Well um, played. 
uh, uh, judo master when he's like, the butterflies aren't what you think. Yeah. So that means he's on their side. Yeah. So when he, right. Oh yeah. Cause she was like, you'll, you'll join us. I just bit my tongue. You'll <laughs> join us just like judo master did. Yeah. So like when we see him, I was like, Oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> with your stupid hot Cheetos. Well, also, I, th I thought it was kind of interesting because we all know that like James Gunn is kind of like left leaning. And uh, the the allegory for the leftism in, in this show is literally like an insect that forcing burrows into your brain yeah. and uh -huh. kills you. And then makes you just like regurgitate like and all, all these authoritarian policies. Yeah. And puppet, whatever they're saying. I, I got the allegory of like, they're yeah, literally shoving their views down your throat it's, kind of it's, a thing. It's right there, but it was brilliant. But yeah. at the I, same time, yeah. how many of us think that we know exactly what should happen we know everything that should happen and would make the same choice that they did? Maybe. Yeah. And ultimately like, you know, Peacemaker choosing to, you know, complete the mission to save his friends. He's basically standing up for freedom mm -hmm. and in the sense that like, you know, yeah, he may have just doomed the entire planet, but like that choice is ours to make it. Yeah. Right. And yeah. instead of killing everyone for peace, he kills them for freedom. I love that. <laughs> I'll kill the shit out of you for freedom. <laughs> freedom maker from now on, right? <laughs> All right, continue, go ahead. All right, so Peacemaker helps Leota back topside and meets up with a wounded vigilante and Diebeard. Peacemaker picks up the nearly dead Harcourt and starts taking her back to the mobile veterinary clinic when who should show up but the Justice League. <laughs> Peacemaker gives them shit for showing up late after he's already done the hard work. He tells Aquaman to go fuck another fish and Aquaman <laughs> says that he's sick of that rumor. But when the Flash points out it's not a rumor, Aquaman tells Barry to go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you got to talk about this cameo. This was a hell of a cameo. Yeah, I can only imagine that, like, because I know Jason Momoa is filming Aquaman 2 right now or was. He was already in the costume. Yeah, I'm like, he was already probably, like, on set somewhere at WB or whatever. They were like, hey, before you take that off, come over here real quick. Yeah, we're going to do, like, one quick scene. Uh -huh. we, just, we just need you to tell what's-his-face to fuck himself. That's yeah. all you got to do. It's, it's really easy. <laughs> I'm sure he's like, oh, I'm down for that. <laughs> so, so the great thing about this cameo is, like, when they show up, right, they're all in, like, shadow, and you think, like, oh, that's all we're going to see of them. Right. It's just stand-ins, you know, like, mm -hmm. not going to be a big deal. And then when he walks by Aquaman, you realize that that's Jason Momoa and then like Ezra Miller is, yeah. is the flash right there. Um, you're like, whoa, like, like that was like genuinely surprising. <laughs> I, I'm still mad at WB for not utilizing Henry Cavill as Superman. Like if they don't get their shit together and use that dude as Superman for another yeah. movie, at least uh, it's just it's such a huge waste of opportunity. Okay. So I was bummed. It might not be their fault. Like he has a very busy no, world. No, 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 He wants to He is like, he, he said, literally, he said, I still have the costume yeah. in my closet. Dude, like I'm waiting. That's it. Yeah, but yeah. he doesn't really answer his phone while he's playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> But, but you know he, he Warhammer forty k. Yeah, yeah. He is also the new uh, Highlander. They're making a new. Highlander. Are they making a Highlander? I yeah. am excited for that. Whoa. I'm actually yeah. for the first time in a long time. I'm kind of excited about a uh, a, a, a remake. They're they're relaunching the series from scratch. Oh okay. Yeah, and he's Connor McLeod. I have I think. Hmm. So, so James Gunn said that while they were shooting this like cameo scene, mm -hmm. Ezra Miller uh, just would go off on like these ad lib tangents, and, and apparently like they have like. Hours of footage of him just like hours, yeah, hours just just <laughs> going off about like like these weird, bizarre ad libs. And uh, James Gunn says like, you know, like if I could figure out a way to use this, I would. <laughs> but, but as it stands, like it looks like like he just says like one thing in, in yeah. the show. But like apparently they shot like a ton of footage with him. Oh wow, okay. Hmm. Um, be in the uh, collector's edition 
but Louis maybe, said. Yeah. but uh, it did seem to upset some people that they made Aquaman fucking fish cannon in the DC. Yeah, that's a little weird. That's a, that's a James Gunn thing though. Like he would take it to that level. So I can, I mean, I get it. I if mean, you're like, I get if you're it. a huge Aquaman fan and you're like, man, he's making my hero out to be a joke. Like, I get it, I guess. I'm I, not, I'm not mad at you for thinking that. No, not either. But, uh, it just it, occurred to me that people think that Aquaman is their favorite. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it, it was a good payoff to the joke that they set up earlier sure. in the season. Yeah. Set up and pay off. Yeah. Gun's, Gun's good at doing that. But honestly, like who wouldn't fuck a merm person? Okay, Jude. Well, we're gonna move on real quick. I totally before would. we go down that road. Totally yeah. Yeah. Give me a mermaid. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You try Whatever. at least. It's all good. Merman. And a lot of people consider them fishes. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna take your word for clams. That. Um. Whatever. Whoa. <laughs> Clam lady. One piece of salt that I have. <laughs> God damn it. One piece of salt that I have for this. Um. Is I was I wanted like a big, huge, epic finale for that freaking cow. Uh-huh. Okay, I wanted them to use the freaking, you know, the sonic boom helmet to blow the cow up. And all we got was freaking Leota doing <laughs> the stupid really? human t- oh my God, torpedo. Was awesome. She was like a blow dart. And she just like thing. pokes so- a hole in it and then it just dies. I'm like, come uh, on, uh, man. I that's mean, all we're going to get. But, but when she like falls out of the cow it and great. it's like all the guts and stuff, she's like, oh my God. I just, <laughs> that was so gross. That was so funny. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, was, I really- left my ass off. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I wanted some, I wanted like a big freaking I think that you think that this is an action show, but <laughs> it's think, not. I think, <laughs> I think James Gunn likes to insert heroes into giant creatures. Oh, yeah. Like Starro. Like, he, like Starro. He did the same oh, thing with, with uh, Batista. Just Harley like Quinn. Aquaman and Fish. Well, no, he did it with Batista <laughs> in um, <laughs> Guardians 2 when the very the first monster they fought. Oh, the that's right. Yeah. And and he's sitting there going, yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> I think it's just a James Gunn. He thing. likes goo and like, you know, things that squish Slime. like fish. Yeah, <laughs> Don't ever give James Gunn freaking Aquaman. There's going to be some real weird scenes. Oh, it, 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 was, it was also a good payoff for the human torpedo thing. Uh, yeah, yeah sure. I, I'm not. I just didn't. I didn't dig the human torpedo thing. I thought it was kind of dumb. You'd rather well, all of it. his helmets are dumb. <laughs> I mean, that's the point. Are you kidding me? That freaking sonic boom thing is dope. I like that's a very sure useful tool. You were gonna go. Are you kidding me? The fucking scabies helmet was dope. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everyone within a one mile radius gets scabies, except, oh, except like, for the person wearing the helmet. I was supposedly. like, oh my god, that sounds terrible. It <laughs> <laughs> is a very successful helmet. <laughs> Like I don't know. The, I just I just wanted a little bit more. I wonder for if this they have finale. like a herpy helmet or something. I'm sure or, they have a whole ton of weird ha- ass yeah. helmets. I'm sure. Yeah, is but it, then you'd probably th- come across someone the, who's like that has no power over me, <laughs> <laughs> and then you know too much. It's like canker sore helmet. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. Activate canker sore. Just a thing on their lip. And just, uh, <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> It ruins all your quips that you're about to say to like your arch nemesis. You got a little herpy on your lip right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Piece of your like, Technically, everybody has it. All of your enemies just suddenly feel bad for you. And you're like, no, no, I'm still strong. I'm still very, very tough. <laughs> like oh give him a break so gross let him, just let's just kill let's let let him kill one of us he's <laughs> really pathetic oh my god this freaking show all right is there anything else that happens yes. in this episode go ahead all right at the mount rouge health center harcourt and vigilante get the medical attention they need 
Peacemaker asks Leota if she thinks that he killed the world by not siding with the butterflies. And Leota says that he may have, or he may have just allowed humans to make their own choices for better or worse. When Leota asks why Peacemaker chose not to help the butterflies, Peacemaker says he chose to protect his friends over his proto-fascist libertarian beliefs. Peacemaker finally accepts Leota's apology for betraying him, and with that, Leota goes off to do the right thing. She calls a press conference where she reveals the existence of Project Butterfly and that Peacemaker and Vigilante were framed, as well as exposing her mother and the existence of Task Force X, a.k.a. the Suicide Squad. I thought that was a pretty big deal. That was because that has that has some huge ramifications for the DC future movies in the yeah. DCU. Yeah, because yeah. they are making a, a Suicide Squad three, right? I have no I idea. Think, I, I, think, I think I saw something about them doing that. So that'll have ramifications. Well, James, James Gunn is doing a second TV show that is a spinoff of the Suicide Squad right. or somehow related to it. Hmm. He's doing that and Peacemaker season two. Yes. And Guardians I, of the Galaxy. I, I, love, I love how Gunn is just like DC and Marvel. Yeah. It's like, He's I'm just going to collect and paychecks for both sides. Right. Well, it's like, <laughs> man, pick a side. Okay. Well, he, uh, so like he's, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to be like his last Marvel movie and his last Guardians movie. And so after that's done, he's moving back to do the the two DC that's like, uh, EU shows. He's doing like a trilogy. That's his end cap for the Guardians. Yeah. Like he's all, yeah. I'll, I'll do this movie, but Disney fired me. He's working. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'd be a little salty about that. Uh, he's working both sides and you guys are salty about it, but I feel like he is the true peacemaker. Yeah, I'm not that salty all about sides. it. I, I would love to see him take over all the DCEU and be kind of like the Kevin oh, Feige. Oh, dude, you're, you're going to uh, get some hate for that. I'm know, sure I would, dude. but I, I think that he might be the right guy for the job. He's, he's <laughs> like, just cost us a couple patrons. Have <laughs> I would be like his storytelling is on point. I believe he could probably pull it off that way, but I think he would inject too much of his own humor in like every movie. Like, yeah. I don't think James Gunn's humor can work in every no. freaking superhero the th- movie. The thing is, is that his sensibilities are so unique that it really makes like his DC stuff is so different from what we've seen from Marvel that it could make DC like stand out. I mean, I, think. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see a James Gunn Batman movie, mm. but you know, take some, you know, weasel boy movie or some shit. <laughs> Fine. It'd be okay. I'd be all right with that. But, yeah. You know, I wouldn't want to, I don't know. I, James- I, I would love to see a justice league from James Gunn. It would be, it would make everybody out to be a joke though. I don't think that's needed. I want him to redo, redo the defenders. I mean, James Gunn, like when he, like when he takes something seriously, he can take it serious. I don't know if you ever saw Brightburn, but that was basically like the, the evil version of yeah, Superman's yeah. origin story. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I, I think he knows when it's appropriate to be kind yeah. of goofy and offbeat and when, it, and when it needs to be serious. And that's one of the reasons why I think he'd be good for the job. So you're just I, talking about his like his storytelling ability of like having an arc. You know, I think it works with a character like Peacemaker because I mean, let's it's be kind real. of a joke. Nobody gives a shit yeah. about Peacemaker or ninety percent of the characters that were in Suicide Squad. But how many people give so, a shit now and exactly about, about Vigilante? Which is why he can take a character like Peacemaker yeah. and make him make it his own. Man. So, yeah, yeah, Polka Dot Man was freaking dope. Yeah. Movie. Yeah, um, I mean, even the Guardians of the Galaxy, before he got his hands on them, they were like, you know, oh, D-level yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. comic book characters. And so, like, he's really good at taking these, like, obscure comic book characters and turning them into something that's, like, awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, he I has mean, a lot of room to play with, too. Like, yeah, I don't uh-huh. think you have that room with Superman no. and Batman and these, like, A-level superheroes. Yeah. Well, There's got, not a lot the, of space to run You've with. got some rules you got to follow. The, with those the Justice League, the core Justice League characters are sacred to mm-hmm. fans. You, you just, you can't. Remember that time Screw when Zack Snyder was like, Batman's the type of guy that would get raped in prison? Remember that? 
That was, or was it Superman? No, it was Batman. It was Batman. Was it Batman? Yeah, that was an obnoxious thing to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, all of us would be annoyed if if you desecrate those characters to yeah. I mean, if a certain you extent. I mean, people were mad about the Momoa line in this movie, and I can sort of understand. I think they're being a little nitpicky because it was just a little fun one-off thing. But um, it's not like they had him say, "What's so wrong with fucking fish?" Yeah. <laughs> he said, "I really hate." I that hate that rumor. rumor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, how awesome is Jason Momoa to go along with that? Oh, it was great. Oh, that uh, was the greatest TV moment in history. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. I love seeing Jason Momoa show up in things. Yeah. He's he's we're a fan. Yeah, he's a super fan. I, I mean, like you know, he had the power to like veto that if he wanted to. Sure, yeah, but he chose to go along with it. How do they have a connection? Have have Gunn and Momoa ever worked together before? I think they're friends. I, I think I read somewhere that he sat down so, over lunch with Momoa I, and I, talked about it. I'm sorry, I read a thing about this scene in particular and basically gun said he wrote it and he put it in and he wanted to see if it would get past the studio or whoever approves these things mm -hmm. and it went and made it pass and, wow. and he was surprised so they made it happen basically is what happened Dude, they give gun a lot of freaking leash yeah. to do. like do whatever he wants well he makes them a lot of money yeah that's true True. I mean, they got one of the most popular streaming shows. This, on, well, on I think it's, right I think now. it's like the most popular streaming show. But I mean, their 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 audience growth yeah. over the course of the series just kept on multiplying. It's, right? it's been a huge hit for HBO yeah. Max. Yeah. I mean, even somebody like me who did not like the first three episodes, and this show has slowly grown on me to the mm -hmm. point where I'm like, yeah, that was better than I expected it to be for yeah. sure. Yeah. And, and HBO looks for those like week to week things, kind of like how game of Thrones was mm -hmm. where everyone would tune in week to week and it would be a water cooler show. And I think this kind of fit the bill because people would be talking about like, yeah. Oh, did you see that dance number? <laughs> like that. I mean, that stuff helps. I mean, people, the dance is going viral. You see it. Uh, yeah, more it's on TikTok. It's on, on TikTok on right socials, now. Yeah. People uh, are, are doing it. Wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if uh, we did one. Uh, We're not going it would to shock me. I, I, I want to do that dance. I know you wedding. do. I know you do. <laughs> On down the hall, down the aisle. And three years from now, when you don't get married. No, I'm gonna have all you guys do it. With no, me. you're not. Oh. I'm not gonna be in your wedding. I'm going. I'm watching, and I'm gonna eat your food. So, <laughs> gonna live stream. All right, Vader. Let's do uh, your well, final thoughts on this. I, I still got. Is there more? more? We're not quite a little done. bit more. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I thought we were done. Go ahead. All right. So, as Vigilante escapes from the hospital, Harcourt recovers from her wounds. Dyebeard goes back to work at the Bell Reeve Penitentiary. Penitentiary. Penitentiary? Bell Reeve Prison. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Leota is reunited with her wife, and Judo Master is saddened at the massacre of the butterflies as he eats his feelings with the help of hot Cheetos. And in the final scene of the season, Peacemaker sits on his front porch, feeding Goff the last of the amber fluid, and hanging out with the ghost of his racist father as Eagly delivers a fresh kill to him. <laughs> Um, but then we get a little hand holding scene with him in Harcourt, or did yeah yeah, yeah. So they so, were, she was yeah he was helping her like recover from so like, he he was in the hospital like every day mm -hmm. um, yeah. like kind of like keeping vigil over her and she's like I, I hear that you've been here for like weeks and, really and he's sweet. like yeah and they had a little love and connection. you see like a little tear come down her cheek and stuff like that and so like compare that to uh, you know when they were first at, at the, the bar, bar. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she hates him yeah it's it's a man. If you were in a hospital, I'd come. I'm a little I'd come sit at your bedside. Aww. Would you really? Yeah, I would never leave it. Oh, yeah. I tell your wife to hit the road. I'm <laughs> taking over. Okay. And you can hold my hand you would when you wake up. Wipe sweat off of your brow and hold your hand. <laughs> I wouldn't do any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> he would give you sponge I was, was going to say, like, would you watch like dinosaur movies with me? Yeah. <laughs> watch movies with 
dinosaurs chasing children. (laughs) (laughs) If anything's going to help him pull through, it's going to be that. Put Jurassic Park on. It'll get him out of his coma. Yeah. Yeah, it'll work. Be like whisper in my ear. Hey, Jeff. I thought for sure. <laughs> like, hey, Jeff Goldblum's here, man. You gotta wake up. Like, <laughs> you gotta pull through, man. Yeah. <laughs> they want you to be in the next one. Oh so, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, anyway, Peacemaker uh, and Peacemaker and Harcourt. They're they're a yeah, thing. Yeah. Are they? I don't know. No, I, I don't think romantically they're a thing. I, mean, I, I, I kind I, of I, I kind I, of think they are. No, I, I I think that you know it was just something where like she came to appreciate him as, as like an actual friend. I think there's probably room for it, but I don't see it just. Did, did you know the actress who that. plays Harcourt is actually James Gunn's yeah. girlfriend? Oh, I didn't know that. Some, some yeah. nice nepotism. Who there. you know, bro? Yeah. Who you know? <laughs> but what about? I love that scene with uh, with Judo Master where he's just like crying as he's eating his hot Cheetos uh, at the massacre of the butterflies. Why have we not bought any hot Cheetos and brought them into the podcast? Because <laughs> I not, feel like we should have no, done that. <laughs> they're, they're not that good. They're not. No. They're, oh, okay. They're never, good. They're good on sushi, right? I've never had them. They're, <laughs> they're okay, good. crumbled up on stuff, but yeah. also so is just hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're um, good with popcorn. Okay. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. Um, I uh, so when Leota got back together with her wife, I for sure like I out loud was like, "Her wife's a butterfly. Her wife's a butterfly." And I thought I was going to lead into something, but no, they were just making out. Yeah. And then I cut to the next scene, and, and I was like, 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 "In that scene, Judah was just like, she's going to die. Something's going to happen here. Something's going to happen. They're going to set up the next season. Yeah, I just thought it was going to like." Be left on a cliff note, hmm. but instead they wrapped everything up. I guess yeah. because they weren't certain that they were getting a season two. There, there was also that moment where um, you know peacemakers like you know don't tell um, vigilante, but after Eagly, you're my BFF, Aww. and Leota's just like, oh, mm. I like you too. I still don't like Leota. <laughs> uh, <laughs> vigilante counts yeah, her as like his fifth best friend. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. It's like you're my fifth best friend. Yeah, it's funny. All right, uh, my final thoughts on this. So it definitely has come around for me. Um, it's I, I did not like the first three episodes. I might go back and watch them again to see if maybe they were just too much for me at the time, and I needed to like kind of like just wade into this a little bit slower. That might be the case. There was I mean, a lot that happened in those. First, yeah, those three episodes. First episode. Those three episodes went freaking hard. Yeah, like, there was no room for freaking character development. It was all just freaking jokes in your face, mm-hmm. and that's what I didn't like about it. I felt like after that point, the they kind of took their time a little bit more, and they had some more balance within the jokes and the seriousness. So the show grew on me, uh, and I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's not my favorite show ever. I, I think a lot of people are overpraising it online yeah. and stuff. I think, oh, it's the greatest show on streamer right now. I'm like. Maybe because there's nothing else Maybe streaming. Maybe right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not my favorite show ever, but I did enjoy it. It came around. It, it I love the freaking final thing where the butterflies were all like super crazy leftists. And, you know, we had to choose between like, okay, let's not go crazy right. Let's not go crazy left. Let's, let's choose freedom. Let's choose, you know, freedom of choice, freedom of everything. Just be yourself and make your own choices. Mm-hmm. I like that. That was a freaking, that was perfect. Thank you for that. James Gunn. Uh, I'm with you, Vader. No, I'm 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 right there with you, man. Um, I I enjoyed the start of this series. I think a little bit more than you did. I was pretty much sold from the get go. Mm-hmm. But you know, I like I like weird, crude humor. James Gunn, I think is a funny guy. You know, I'm the, I'm the guy that that uh, likes the humor in the the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, so I get it. I just I think I have a weird. Tickles your fancy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I like that kind of humor. It's, it's funny. And, um, I'm a Cena fan. I've always liked John Cena. Um, even when he's wrestling, I, I like his characters. I know the dude can act, you, you know, um, 
I mean, for what in, in his realm, his genre of acting, I don't think he's like a big drama guy, but you know, he can probably pull that off too. It just depends on the role. So have you ever seen cock blockers? No. Oh, he's so funny, funny ass in movie. that. Yeah. John yeah. Cena is freaking hilarious. In that you, show. you know, you know, my, my hardest part about the whole peacemaker character is that he's so crude <laughs> And John Cena, in my head, is Mr. World Record Holder for the most um, Make-A-Wish Foundation mm. wishes granted. It's it's way different dude, right? You know, so well, I he just... He can be the same dude. It, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just, I, I have a lot of respect for the dude. You know, he, he he lives what he preaches and I respect him. And I think John Cena is a cool guy and I like his character and I like the series. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. Jude, final thoughts on the season? Um, I had a great time with it. Um, at the beginning... I did not feel like you did. I felt like it was really startlingly funny. This last episode, I had an oh shit moment where I was like, oh man, are they going political all of a sudden? Like at the end of the season. And then they kind of like touched on it to let us know, like, we know it's there. Mm -hmm. And then how they ended it was just like, it was just such a breath of fresh air. Cool. Really appreciated it. Like, and, and it was fun. Yeah. The, the, the message really is. You don't need to go too extreme on either side of the political spectrum, right? Yeah, yeah. So we don't have to make everything about it. Yeah. it. Yeah. We can just have fun. And cool. that was that was great for me. I agree. Kedish, final thoughts on the season. So before I get to my final thoughts on the season, I want to talk about the final shot of this finale episode, uh, which, you know, in my filmmaker brain, like I was watching it a little bit different than you guys. So basically it happens on the front porch of Peacemaker's trailer, which is painted as an American flag. Mm -hmm. Right. And you have Peacemaker who represents this kind of like extremist libertarian um, kind of point of view, sitting down with the leader of the far left and the leader of the far right on a porch as the symbol of America, a bald eagle lands in front of them. So you literally have the entire political spectrum in front of the American flag behind America. Yep. And it was kind of like an interesting um, symbolism in the sense that like, it, it's very dark <laughs> what, what he was portraying in that final shot, but it also kind of sums up what the entire message of the series is about, which, which was basically, it was this struggle uh, between the far left and the far right against the center, because mm -hmm. that's what project butterfly kind of represented in the course of the show. And so the political allegory for this, uh, the series was kind of brought to a head in, in that final shot of, of this episode. And I just thought that was very interesting. It's, it's, it's those things that make James Gunn stand out as like uh, more, more than just a movie maker, like someone like Zack Snyder, who just yeah. puts his symbolism right in your face. Mm -hmm. Like, like that, that's deep level stuff where if you're trained in film theory, you can see what he's doing and you can see the thought that he put into this as opposed to the casual viewer who's just like, okay, well it's his dad and it's the alien and it's his pet. You know, so like they're, they're deeper, deeper levels to the show that if you're looking for them, they're definitely mm -hmm. there. And that's one of the reasons why I think I enjoyed this show so much is because it's more than just a superhero show. There are layers to the show that, you know, you can dive into if you really want to. And also the characterizations that are in the show, um, are unlike anything that we've seen from the superhero genre yet. And it just makes it unique and it makes it fun. And so overall, like I found that this show was like better than probably anything I've seen in the last like two years from streaming networks. Okay. Wow. Um, you so you made me think of a really good point. Um, like the difference between this show who 
Like this show was about like America and peace. And this is what we stand for without beating you over the head with it. And the difference between this show and Captain America and Falcon, Winter Fal- Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. Captain Do Better. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Falcon and Winter <laughs> God, Soldier, which was show. so the writing was lazy and sloppy mm-hmm. and just so full with messages in every single fucking episode that it was exhausting. Mm-hmm. And the difference between these two where this was fun and entertaining and funny and you still got like all of the messaging as far as like this is America and this is freedom and this mm-hmm. is like the choices that we have. Like you're going to destroy the planet mm-hmm. and all of this stuff that's going on, which is valid, but we still stand for freedom and all of this stuff that they portrayed and they made clear this is what this is what we want. This is what we stand for. And maybe we're fucking up and maybe we're making the wrong choice, but we still stand by it. Like it got all of that across without it being so fucking exhausting. <laughs> it, uh, well done. It, it's right on. once, once you figure that out, right. It, it makes me want to give the series a second watch through. and see those deeper. And just, tones just so I, just so I can like yeah. rewatch and yeah. pick up on some of the allegories and, and some of the messaging in, in yeah. the movie, because, you know, it's like Matt said, it's like, Oh, we got aliens and we got Ku Klux Klan idiots. And, they're fighting each other and, and you know you got dumbass in the middle well it's it's way deeper than that mm-hmm. and i it's it's true it's it, it makes me want to go back yeah, yeah. and ultimately and, and it's kind of like it. a weird nihilistic take mm-hmm. on on america like at the end because like uh it, the story is painted in the extremes right there's no like re- true middle ground where like people come together and kind of like ag- agree to disagree and and accept the 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 differences in thought and stuff like that. It, it's all like these extremes and, and it's, it's very dark if you mm-hmm. think about it. And that's kind of like James Gunn's message. Like this is not a hopeful series. This, yeah. is, this is a very like, like kind of like, um, like nihilistic take on America. And it, I think it kind of reflects his own kind of outlook where everything is, is ridiculous. And because of that, we're all doomed. Mm-hmm. And also at the same time, like we all think that we're right. But nobody should have the power mm-hmm. to make Inf- those decisions. Yeah, to force other people to agree with them. Yeah. All right. Um, real quick, I want to get everybody's thoughts on what they want from season two. My only thing that I want and that I felt like I was missing in this season, which, you know, James Gunn is a, is a good writer. There's no arguing that. <clears throat> but what I want to see in season two is I want to see Peacemaker become the leader that I, I wish he would have been in this episode or in the season. So I was really hoping at the end of the of the end of the uh, you know season finale and stuff that like Peacemaker would take on the role of the leader of this little squad that he has, but he didn't. It was hardcore, and he's still kind of like struggling with that leadership role that he should be a part of. And I feel like season two, I would love to see him take on a, a bigger part as like the leader, the guy who's leading the charge on the next mission, giving so, the orders. Yeah, giving the orders, having enough intelligence, and to be able to put aside that like Im- immature side of himself to be able to lead people. That's what I want out of season two. I didn't quite get it in season one, which is one of my critiques, but it is what it is. Uh, P- Peacemaker's not a leader though. Like, like he's, he's always been like a loner, but like mm-hmm. he's not someone that inspires other people to follow him. But that's what I want him to become though. I want him to become that character. I want him to be the one who's inspiring. Why don't you ask him what he wants? <laughs> <laughs> you know, who knows what we'll get in season two. It's like, it's like we, we had a encapsulated story here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you think about season two, Oh, Who knows? What, I have, is there I, anything I, in particular I, that you want I, I to have see? no idea what I want for season two. Okay. I just want more um, fun story. Okay. You know, make us think about a few things like you did with this one by the end of it. And 
I'll be happy. Okay. Entertain me. Make me laugh. Jude, do you have any things that you want to see in season two? I would like a new um, opening dance number. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. And I want us all to learn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Kadish, uh, what do you want to see in season two? So um, high on my wish list is a battle between Peacemaker and Kite Man. I'd love to see that <laughs> as, as opposed to just hearing, you know, like the stories. Um, I, I think it's going to be interesting because um, basically uh, his dead father is going to constantly like be there because, you know, it's something that's in his head now. Um, I'd like to see the team get back together. I'd like to see Judo Master kind of join the team. I think that that would be a lot of fun. Um, there's going to probably be another like world ending crisis that they have to like muddle their way through and, and solving. Uh, which I think would be fun, but I, I just, I'd like to see more kind of obscure DC characters kind of make their way into the show and see what James Gunn's take on them is. Um, but ultimately I just want more of what we got here because the humor worked for me. Uh, the character interactions worked for me. I'd love to see more vigilante. Uh, so oh, like, like everything, sure. e everything that was in season one, I just want more of. All right, everybody, that's it for Peacemaker. Thank you guys so much for joining us while this show has been uh, running week to week. Really appreciate it. We hope you guys enjoyed the episodes. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to be doing some movie reviews coming up in the next couple of weeks. We've got uh, the new Matt Reeves Batman movie coming out. Well, we're going to be reviewing that. And then once the new Paramount Plus show Halo comes out, that will take over as our week to week episode. So I hope you guys join us for that as well. We'll be doing breakdowns of that every single week here on the YouTube channel. Uh, Matt Vader, where can they find you on the socials? You can find me at MattVader74 on the socials, mostly Twitter and Facebook, also um, Instagram, um, TikTok here and there. Um, you know, the one that starts with the T that I'm not going to speak of. I'm in the queue there and um, I'm <laughs> in a getter, you know, wherever. I'm, I'm out there in places. Cool. Just come find me. And you do Saturday morning live streams? I do. I'm going to be playing some games on Saturday mornings. Yeah. You know, just hanging out, chilling with the crew and me and Matt and whoever else wants to join us in discord chat. I, we talk and I play games. Cool. Just total chill stream. Saturday mornings, Saturday mornings, 10 ish. Cool. Jude. Pacific or, time. Yeah, Pacific time. Yeah. <laughs> Where can they find you? At? <laughs> uh, you, <clears throat> excuse me. You can find me at I am Jude Juju on Instagram and TikTok. We're going to be doing trivia with our patrons. Um, once a month, we're going to do our first, um, Patreon trivia episode is going to be about the Buffy the Vampire Slayer episodes that we did uh, during the months of February and March. And then we're going to keep doing that based on our four legacy Patreon episodes. So come join the club at saltynerdclub.com and come do trivia with us. Cool. Right on. Matthew Kadish, take it away. Uh, you can find me at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H on Twitter. Kadishbooks.com takes you to my Amazon page if you want to check out my novels. And if you would be so kind to support the show by going to saltynerd.com forward slash rate, R-A-T-E, and leave us a five-star rating on Apple iTunes. Uh, we're trying to get 200 five-star ratings so we can be officially accredited as movie reviewers with Rotten Tomatoes. That will allow us to get, uh, you know, uh, press screenings and press credentials and stuff like that so that we can bring you even more good content and also have people take us seriously as movie reviewers. So if you want to help out the the podcast, just go, go on over to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating. You don't need to write a review, just a rating, and we would really appreciate it. Right on. If you take us seriously, leave a slash star review. Uh, also, R to the Icky said that Vader is so nice. If Alex were in the hospital, Vader would cover Alex's gown and buttons. Oh. I bet he would. Just don't stick me with a needle in the skin. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. <laughs> All right, guys. If you want to join us on Discord, go to saltynerddiscord.com. It's a fantastic community. We have a ton of fun there. Like Jude said, we're doing trivia nights. On Monday nights, we do watch parties. It's a great community. We love having all these new people come in that are fans of the podcast. And we just talk about nerdy stuff and have a great time. It's it's an awesome place to be. It's my go-to social media app. That's where I'm at every single day. I check the chats. I welcome newcomers and have a, a ton of great conversations with people about various topics. So head over to saltynerddiscord.com and I'll see you guys there. Yeah, Thank and you. And you don't have to like pay for anything to go come join us on Discord. You don't have to be a Patreon member. Just come and chat with us. We love it. Exactly. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Stay salty, my friends. When you shop at Wise, you now get rewards points for almost everything you buy. From cereal to cat food to ice cream, there's plenty of points to be found. And all those points add up to big savings on food or fuel. <laughs> 